and welcome to episode number 36 of Nintendo Therapy, a show about the latest Nintendo news and rumors, as well as a celebration of all things Nintendo. I am Kevin, and with me this week is Harrison. Hey, welcome back. And Momo. It's good to be back, boys and girls. It's happy. To, I'm happy to be here. We're happy to have you, sir. <laughs> I know you got a hectic schedule, so we're, we're glad anytime we can get more voices, more opinions on the show. So what's everybody been up to this week with Nintendo? Well, um, I I played some F-099. Sweet. I actually yes. haven't gotten around to that yet. It's How, how is it? Um. Uh, I mean, I mean, for me, it's it's my favorite version of all of the, I guess, four now battle royale games. Um, I think it makes mm. the most sense. I think it seems like they're going to be adding an update soon, where they're adding um, a timer to it as well. I, I guess that will eliminate even more people quicker. And uh, I haven't won. Um, I've gotten in, into in the top 10. Um, I think it's a good balance of actual skill and and luck and RNG. And um, I'm looking forward to them adding more courses and expanding on it. But I'm also interested, too, in seeing how long it stays up. Because I think yeah. even Tetris 99 is offline at this point. So they, they all get taken mm. down at some point. That's cool. Well, the biggest question I have for you, Harrison, is how's your road rage going, mate, in that game? <laughs> um, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's going all right. I mean, like, I mean, I played Tetris 99 a lot, and I never would. And I ha I'm, I'm going in with very low expectations with this. Um, I mean, it's a right well, – it's it's – it's not as 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 addicting as some people are for me as, as some people are saying, and maybe that's just where I am with with gaming at this moment. Well, with what you said about how they all go away eventually, I wonder if any of them will ever come back because I feel like Disney. I mean Disney. I feel like Nintendo is very much like Disney in that they had that like Disney Vault where they would lock movies away and only like bring them out every now and again so that they still seemed like an event every time they happened. And I feel like Nintendo has sort of the same strategy for things, which is probably why we don't have Wind Waker and Twilight Princess yet on the Switch. They, they like to lock <sighs> things away. And then when they're ready to make it an event, they take it out. So they could bring back any of the other ones. Uh, I've been I've been seeing a lot of people stealing our uh, our F-Zero take on on Facebook and Reddit and everything like everyone's I'm missing a lot of people saying like, oh, I, I think this is Nintendo testing the water or, yep. you know, whatever, I think whatever it is they use it. And yeah, I, I, I think I think the same thing. Uh, but anyone that's like upset with what content we have right now, you know, we just we just got to be patient at this point. Yeah, you got to support mm. what they give you if you want more of it. Yeah, um, you got um, Kevin. You. You had some, uh, you did your, like your switch backlog when, and, and I did my, I did mine as well. So, oh yeah. So I had a lot of small things, small talk things I yeah. wanted to bring up. So f for what I've been up to this week is like you said, 
First, I finished Kirby Star Allies because, as I talked about in the previous mm. podcast, I finished Grandia 2, right. so had to find a game. I've had Kirby Star Allies on my Switch since it dropped, so I was like, I am finally mm. going to tackle this game. It only took me the week to finish it. It's not a very long game. Unless you're a completionist, then it takes a little longer, but I can't imagine much longer. I didn't care to 100% it. It was good, but... Not, I need a hundred percent this good, but anyway, um, when I when I played that game, I thought to myself, my goal, right as of right now, is to be backlog free by the time the next Nintendo system drops, the Switch Two or whatever it's going to be. I and in order to do that, I already finished Kirby Star Allies. I started next. I've had Lego Marvel Superheroes Two since that dropped in 2017 that was a year one switch title and i've like never played i think i got it to have something besides breath of the wild to play and then i just never played it mm -hmm. um so i'm playing that now and actually enjoying it i'm gonna have to finish i have a doom collection so doom 2 doom 3 doom 64 Ooh. doom 2016. i've got turok 2 which I bought because I loved it in the Nintendo 64 days, but I never finished it. Dragon Quest 3, Golf Story, Yoshi's Woolly World, which is actually a Wii U game I never finished, and Tears of the Kingdom, which is the big one. So huh. I have that, plus Mario RPG, Mario Wonder, Luigi's Mansion 2, and maybe Princess Peach Superstar. I'm going to wait to see the reviews on that one. But so those are all coming out before the Switch too, as far yeah, as we well, know. Well, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Princess Peach, assuming that, 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 that's assuming it does come out. Um, it's it's not yeah. like a launch title or something. I'm saying, but yeah, exactly. So no, so no. all of those games, my goal is to finish all of them basically by if the rumors are true, Christmas of next year. And then I can go into the new system with no no baggage, nothing hanging over my head, nothing <sighs> I didn't finish. <laughs> like, well, <there's> a, <laughs> go ahead, Momo. <laughs> as I was gonna say, there's a slight hole in that logic. There is that from now to next Christmas, who knows what Nintendo's gonna throw at you? Yeah. Well, I'm you trying I mean? to take that into consideration <laughs> with the Mario RPG and Mario Wonder being on the list, Luigi's Mansion Two. I don't think there's much yeah. beyond that I'm gonna buy. Although I did discover a new game today, um, <laughs> but it's um, that was the other thing I wanted to talk about was um, it is available on Switch. I'm playing it on PlayStation because it's free with the PlayStation Plus membership. So it was free for me. If you want it on Switch, it's $20, $19.99. It's called Carto. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's like it's a really cool like chill type of game like like almost animal crossing or like stardew valley uh it's it's the, like so far i'm pretty deep into the game and there's no combat there's like no way to die it's like a straight up puzzle game but okay you've got these you start off on like an island and your map is in a grid right and you find other other pages which go in the grid and you sort of build the island by like positioning the different pieces of the island on the grid and as you build the island 
the different people who live on the island show up and they'll tell you like my house is supposed to be west of here so you you rearrange it a little bit and you try to get the island the way it's supposed to be or they'll say they'll say things like uh the boat is at the north dock so you're like okay now i know this dock needs to be at the north things like that so it's really cool um it's separated into chapters i'm on, i made it to the third chapter doesn't seem like it's that long of a game which is probably why it's 20 bucks but it's it's a lot of fun to just rearrange this island and talk to the people living on it hmm. it's called carto if you miss that c-a-r-t-o hmm. sounds like a really like you said just like a very chilled at your own pace type of game you know yeah it, it reminds it also reminds me a lot of dark cloud i don't know if anyone played that back in the day but that involved talking to the people who lived in the town and arranging it the way it was supposed to be. Well, well, Kevin, hearing you talk about your backlog makes me feel just just real bad. <laughs> Why is that? Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's because like, 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 the, like the end of twenty twenty two, like I, I legit, I, I, I legit sat down and I wrote out all the games, whether it was Xbox, Switch like steam all the games that i had or that i was planning to buy in the next in the next year and i wrote it all out and i was like 2023 i'm gonna take accountability and i'll tell you like my backlog is longer now than it was when i started that because <laughs> i just can't help myself like i i have i have such respect for people that like that 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 i'll be like hey like did you see this new game and they're like i have a game like i'm i'm playing a game right now well let me tell you this if it makes you feel any better that list is only the games that are currently installed on my switch that i haven't finished yet i have a different note on my phone that i i called my bucket list games and it's just a huge list of games I want to that are already out and exist that I want to finish someday that I haven't mm. like I haven't gotten them yet. So, like thing, yeah, like so, things so, like I want to I want to finish every Dragon Quest game um, yeah. in the mainline series, and I'm only up to three at this point. Oof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I feel the same way with like I'm playing Yakuza Zero. Like I, I told you that a lot, and and they release a new Yakuza game like every six months, and I'm like I'm ne- I'm never gonna I'm never gonna I'm never gonna catch up, you know. So like <laughs> yeah. so so just for Switch, so so I wanted to do I wanted to do, and by the way, Switch is gonna be backwards compatible. So like when, when Kevin talks about yeah. like having a clean slate when the new Switch comes out, it's gonna be same same. I mean, but well, that's that's just a personal note for me because I did the same thing for the Wii U, but because the Wii U, you know, was was not, not as successful, we'll say it, it. I only had to finish like three or four games before I got deep into my Switch. So, did you go ahead? I was gonna say, just so I know quickly before, because you said about the Wii U. Sorry, Harrison. I was gonna say, do you remember a game on the Wii U that launched with it, the Ubisoft one, the Zombie U? Yeah. Did you ever absolutely. play that? I actually surprised that game with the mechanics of the tablet was so good. You know what I mean? It's like the mechanics they employed to use the tablet in that game where when you look at the inventory on the screen, you see like a third person view of yourself, but you can't do anything. So you can see around you. So, but the tablet itself is in the inventory. So I like 
that's one of the things I felt the way you really capitalized on. Oh yeah, the, I'm a total Nintendo fanboy in that. I still liked the Wii U. I I don't complain about it like some do. It's mm. I, I just wish they found more ways to use the gimmick it was going with because it seemed like the default was just well we'll put the map on that screen, and that was helpful. But like you said, with with Zombie U and I think the Arkham games did some different things with yeah. it. There's there were other ways to use that screen, and not a lot of games tried. Oh, sorry, I know I just it was because when you said the way it just popped into my head, literally just then I'm like, what well, my god, that game was so good how it utilized the the tablet as one, of, and that's should have been like like you said, I wish more more people use the tablet like even if it's something gimmicky like inventory management and stuff like that but at least it feels the immersion when you play the game using the tablet like that but yeah well maybe the switch 2 will allow you to play on your television while using the 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 actual switch screen too and you'll have dual screens that way that would be pretty cool yeah and and the camera as well so (laughs) that camera we keep talking about um so so so, so real quick, because I, I made the list because you did your, you made yours. I was inspired. So I okay. want to on, on just on just on the Switch hardware. I want to finish Pokemon Quest because I'm like I'm right at the very end. And I never finished it. I'm going to start to de- departmentalize uh, Tears of the Kingdom because, like, as far as shrines go, I'm I'm like halfway there, and then I and then I just stepped away from it. So. Perhaps I'll I'll just go back in and be like, okay, I'll just focus on doing five shrines, ten shrines, you know. Um, I think I'm gonna play Luigi's Mansion during the Halloween season. Uh, oh yeah, that wasn't on my list because I finished it before. But there's I on top I never of had. what I listed, yeah, on top of what I listed, there's also gonna be like games I've already beaten that I throw in yeah. there. Like I'm also playing Final Fantasy IX right now for like the fiftieth time. Yeah, yeah, and I never have. Um, for example, like uh, I'm going to continue forever making my base on my, my base on a uh, Dragon Quest Builders um, multiplayer for Vampire Survivors, uh, Wrestle Quest, which is that RPG I just picked up. Um, I did so. I played a couple of demos on Switch this week, and then I downloaded the demos of Pikmin Four. Sea of Stars, uh, Dragon Quest Monsters. Those are all games I would like to play, but in reality, probably don't have time. Uh, I want to play Sea of Stars as well. That's another one that I have on my PlayStation mm. because it's on PlayStation Network right now. Oh. I mean, PlayStation Plus. Oh, then I would say play it on there. It it, it looks awesome. It, it really does look awesome. Um, like I want to finish the the Steam World games that are in uh, that are on Switch. So that would for me that would be Steam World Heist and Steam World Hand of Gilgamesh. Uh, I want to finish Blasphemous what, so I can play Blasphemous Two and uh, oh uh, Lego DC Super Villains. Another I, I want to play at least one more Lego game on Switch mm-hmm. and oh Panzer Dragoon. Have you ever played Panzer Dragoon? Did you Dragon? ever play Lego City? Let, so Lego City Undercover yeah. is my all-time favorite. It's it's the one like if someone's like, "Oh, you're like Lego games, like little kitty games." I'm like, "Play Lego City Undercover because because yeah. that's that's really the that's that's the one they need to make, make a sequel to." 
or yeah i feel the same way or maybe not a sequel but perhaps just the same environment mm-hmm. per, per, perhaps you, you play a bad guy i mean like i don't know like it could be a lot of things uh momo did you play lego city undercover I did, I did. Um, when it first was that the one on the Wii yep. U, yeah, yeah, it started yeah, yeah. as a Wii U exclusive, voice, but it's on everything the, now. Yeah, the voice acting was so good mm-hmm. in like, the game. Very few and games do I actually laugh out loud at the jokes, and that was one of them. Yeah, yeah, and I feel, I feel that's when Lego that whole open world s type thing. That's when it started hitting their stride, and they after that game they started using a lot more like in the one of my favorite legos is the lego star wars like the complete saga mm-hmm. is such a i feel it, it takes like from that lego city underground really help propelled that style of gameplay they were looking for like that kind of open worldish you know go anywhere and stuff like that and um there's so much to do so many hidden little secrets and stuff and collectibles it's really a um person that wants to 100% a game like that nightmare but it's such a it's it's such a it was such a breath of fresh air the mechanics were good the the concept was good but i feel the thing that makes me remember the game a lot is the voice acting i think the voice acting and like the the like the punch lines and stuff like that was probably the most memorable thing about the game that i loved and i still remember today it's really good yeah so harrison so you you mentioned that you were going to be playing luigi's mansion this Halloween, which is something I wanted to do too. I think it's like a perfect little Nintendo tradition there. Um, that made me think, I was talking to Sean about this. It's weird that the release date for Luigi's Mansion 2 is summer. So I'm wondering if that's going to be more of like the September end of summer because it's such a, it's a no brainer to release that around Halloween. Yeah, unless unless Nintendo has something planned like the original like, Luigi's Mansion coming out and around around the holiday the, the Halloween <laughs> going into the the hol- holiday season or a new system yeah if, if, if we want to <laughs> if we want to speculate on, on 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 what that could be but there's been um I should keep a, a list in our our Google Doc of predictions that, that we make I I think there's been a lot of speculations on I mean, on that game though, whether it be this podcast or whether or whether it be just in like the Twitter space of just the timeline, why it's this 3DS game, and yep. and and I think like I think a future segment that I would like to do is like what would be like your your I, I don't know what to call it yet, but like what what would be a game that Nintendo would release that would be like the ultimate release for you? For So for example, like I'm sure Mario RPG was, would be on that list. That was on the list. Yeah. yeah th- like that would be on the list. And for me, like I'll just give my first example would be like, if I could get a, if I could get an unreal engine uh, link between worlds, like if I could get a whole remake of that game mm-hmm. on, on a, a on a new hardware, um, something like that. So I totally forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> yeah. That's something I'll have to think of for the future. Uh, Cause you're right. Mario RPG would my, would be my answer. And then like my next answer would be, I'm not even kidding. I've been saying for the longest time I want them to re-release Thousand Year Door 
because the used copies are like 120 bucks and they did that too. So I'm like, well, you're, you're picking all my dream projects oh, here, Nintendo. Thank you. Yeah. That, that's another one too. Why, why thousand your door now? Like, like, like I get, I get that Nintendo sometimes, sometimes listens to their audience, but, but like, why have Mario RPG announce like not even come out and then and then you announce this game um yeah it is weird to well, announce and, two rpg mario remakes yeah. and i'm well cl- i was gonna say clearly they've been listening to kevin oh, yeah <laughs> don't, you, don't you understand they've been listening they've been listening to this podcast well um well that's that's great and, and i'll and i'll steal this one from arlo uh like he mentioned that you know, uh, the the Legends Arceus game or Arceus game came out, and the same month they announced Generation Nine. So it was like you couldn't even process it, like you couldn't even process this new game before they were like, "Oh yeah," and and then we're also releasing a bunch of new Pokemon as well in like in like ten months. So I think it's a bit suspicious some of the timing on on these games. And perhaps it's, mm-hmm. that just means it just means that there is a new system coming out, and they're just trying to get get things out in in, in time. It's also kind of funny. Speaking of what they're announcing, that I also saw in in an Arlo video that he went to their um their trade show. I can't remember which one it was, um, what it was called, but that he mentioned that there was zero Metroid stuff available at the, at the show. And it's like, they literally just like a few weeks ago made an official announcement. Metroid prime four is still being worked on. And then it's like, they went back into the dark again on it. <laughs> like just, but we're not going to talk about it at all. We're not going to put Metroid prime two or three out yet. We're just, we're, we're back into the dark. I, I, I mean, I mean, one of, one of your news items today is exactly that is yep. uh Nintendo IP that has been has was announced 2 years ago probably worked on for longer than that and that's it so i mean well i i'm i'm foreshadowing so i'll i'll let you go on oh uh, yeah we'll get mm-hmm. into the news here uh so the first thing these are well oh, before yeah, sure one second do you guys want to know what I've been doing this week? Oh, Nintendo? Yeah, yeah, I thought, yeah, yeah. I, I thought sorry, you said, the, 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 I know this, you get the hurt hand. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, hands, hands good. Hands oh, good. Okay. Um, I'm all good now. But my, what I've been doing this week with Nintendo is something not as much playing is that my nephew has been coming up to me and asking me to like watch him play the original Mario one, Mario two. He's, he's obsessed with the original Mario. Oh, the NES ones? He's like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. So on the switch, yeah, he's um he's been playing. He and he asked for Christmas. He wants a Game Boy, like a like. A, I said to him, mate, you, the one in your hand, the switch now can do it for you. Won't be able to see the screen. But, um, I'd love to see it. Yeah, but kid he, these yeah, days struggle with that. That original. He's Game obsessed Boy with screen. the, but and he knows all the warp pipes. Like he like level two, get on top. Like go to level like world four, like he just watching him play. Just watching a kid these days, especially nowadays, like I mean, obviously they have the internet and stuff to help them, but he just his curiosity to watch him work out how to play this game, the little secrets and mm-hmm. like discovering all. Just and him asking, it wasn't he was asking for advice. It's more like 
hey, uncle, Uncle Momo, just sit and watch me play this. Watch Like, just basically saying, look how cool I am at this. <laughs> I'm like, mate, I played that very long ago, mate, when you <laughs> But, um, yeah, so that's, that's pretty awesome. much what I've been doing in – that's that's pretty much my week in Nintendo. It's great to hear the new generation, um, like, those games still hold up. Well, I, I said to him play Mario 2 because, you know, Mario 2 is one of those, the weird, like, almost like Zelda 2, like a weird, yeah. you know what I mean, like a a take on it. And he just watched him play it. Just like he's like, I think he really, I said I said to him, my favorite is Mario 3, like from my age, like, or was it Yoshi's World? Or anyway, Mario 3 was one of the ones that I really, I really enjoyed playing as a kid. But um, now he's obsessed with the original, the original Mario. Cool. It's, it's it's just cool to watch. No, yeah, I love That's hearing pretty much that people been... still get interested in those games because I I wonder if there's ever going to be a point where kids are like, I don't even want to look at these graphics, you know. Mm. And uh, what else? What else? Is my week in it. Well, this is non Nintendo, but you know it is today. I didn't tell you before we started, but today is a good day because today is actually my ten year wedding anniversary. Woo. And um, yeah, so I just um, even though I'm home today and my wife's at work, but um, <laughs> we're going away. I haven't told you we're going next week. I'm going back to Indonesia with uh, my wife to see family. Nice. So yeah, so today's and yeah, today's wedding anniversary. Um, so you know, I know my wife's not listening, but you know, she, <laughs> every time she listens to me on a podcast, she laughs at me when she hears my voice. So if she does, if I do make her listen to this episode, you know, happy anniversary. I love you. Yada, yada. <laughs> anyway, that's my week in Nintendo guys. That's my week in Nintendo for what I've been doing. What What is 10 years? Is 10 years like silver or, um, China? No, not China. Um, oh, to be honest, it, I'm it, not it, it might silver, be, mate. it might be different. It might be different in, in us, in Australia. Um, it's Nintendo games. That's uh, the gift you give for 10 years. <laughs> she is she, she's a pokemon fanatic so wait 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 hold on, so hold, on hold on hold on hold on i i i told i totally forgot so so i was relieved that this week we had a little bit easier on the whole spotlight and news section and momo like i was waiting for you to show up last week because last week we did i don't know zelda well not not zelda oot I mean, I mean, we did, we did, we did yeah, your the Zelda. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I just, uh, I miss it yeah, when I, when I, um, originally I was going to be off and, uh, my schedule changed cause you know, I work at an airport and it's very, um, it's very hard to sometimes when I have days off done in, in the book, they, they can change very quickly. They can ask me to come request me to come in and, you know, and I normally start, I'm all, normally up most days. I'm up at 2am in the morning every day for work. Um, so when I, when you guys said you were talking about Zelda, my like not last week, like, yeah, last week. And I was like, yes, I'm like, yes. And then, you know, and, um, yeah, I've just, I've had a bit of bad run the last month or so getting, um, coming onto the podcast has been really, <laughs> it's been really irritating. Well, did you actually. have any memories you wanted to share real quick? Your like top ocarina of time core memories i think i think i've said this before on the podcast my i consider ocarina time the greatest game of all time no i'm one of those purists but that's not just because of what the what the game is it's more what the game my memory brings like bring the going to like a midnight launch you know getting the game at midnight Mm -hmm. with my father when i was like what seven years old coming home and playing to like 
two, three in the morning before I had to go to bed with my dad. It's one of those memories where as a father and son to really sit down and, you know, do something we like together. And um, my father's wanting to introduce me to Zelda. So to me, that's why I, and not, and not just that is the game itself, the story, the going back, like the going back as a kid and, you know, going forward and like the different bosses and the, the weird, some of the weird characters and whimsical characters and um, d- just those memories in general live on for me forever. And I'll still die on the hill that Ocarina of Time is probably, is well-deserved being the greatest game of all time. Obviously, there's going to be other games that come out that are significantly graphically storytelling, much more deeper, yada, yada, all that stuff. But I think it's just more of nostalgia and obviously what it brings to me is a memory that I can share for the rest of my life with my dad is probably why I, I glue to it as my favorite game because of the memories and the nostalgia. So that's, yeah, I mean, but that's great. Yeah. Just the cat. Yeah. The characters for me, the characters like the mask, the, the mask guy, like you, you started seeing little characters here and there. Um, like just the whole mechanic where you start off in the, like the Deku train stuff. Like that, and then when the game opens up, it like opens up. And back then that was like, wow, this game is massive. You know, even though it's not, you know, if you look at the map today, it's nothing, you know, but like at the time the, with the technology Nintendo, when that, when you see that talk to the, talk to the owl and stuff like that, and then you finally go through and it um opens up, it just like that wow factor at that. And then like all the little secrets, like actually in the main overworld, you know, you hit a tree, put a bomb down, you go down, you get like all this, like, all this stuff and then like all the fetch quests like when you do all the beans like go back in time you like you put the beans down and then you go back in time or forward in time and then it becomes like that so you get to like heart pieces oh yeah that's something and then, like there's other cl- up was that was a cool use of the time travel mechanic Good yeah call. so like there's things like yeah there's like things like that to help you get to like all the heart the bit where you, i remember one of the heart pieces when you had to go to the um get, get all the chickens you have to go like get all the chickens and then, but use the chicken, one of the chickens to jump off the roof to try and fly yep. and help you fly and glide to get to one of the heart pieces. Like just things like that, small things like that, mechanics like that, which nowadays is probably, you know, pretty standards like games like that now, like doing things like this or like other mechanics used to do things. But like at the time, like growing up in an era and just being wowed by it, it's uh, it is obviously mainly nostalgia that does it. But the fact of the matter, nostalgia plays such a massive part in our memories, our hearts, and stuff like that. Like like I said, to me, I look at Zelda: Ocarina of Time, and I I hope, I really hope Nintendo, if you're listening, Nintendo, you remake the game, right? Same story, same stuff. You know, like the map layout. You know, maybe maybe it's all connected, so it's not seamless rather than thingo because of the technology we have now. But just like keep everything the same, just up probably up the you know up the maybe just redesign the bit of the textures, make it maybe just you know give it a bit of a bit of oomph, bit of love. You know, that's what I want from a remake from Zelda. You know, from the ground up, keep the same story, the same sort of you know you can add things obviously to the game, but I mean like just the essence of the game, the the soul of the game, keep it because that's what someone like me, you know, I mean, I'll play it either way, but that's what I want, you know? Anyway, that's sorry no, for the no, rant. No. Well, trust me, you're not alone yeah. on that. I see that sentiment all over the internet. So who knows? Maybe someday there will be a remake of Ocarina of Time that's more of a remake than the 3DS one was. Oh, and and real quick, yeah. um, uh, uh, 
Ocarina of Time and Nintendo in Australia did very, very well in 1998 in a year that was mostly dominated by by PlayStation. Uh, Ocarina of Time Mm. was the sixth best-selling game in Australia that year. Uh, And it released in November, too. Number, yeah, yeah, it released in November. (laughs) Um, Number seven, a game I've never heard of before, but very popular, I guess, Croc legend of the gabos oh, or yep that's getting that <laughs> is also getting i think i could be wrong a re-release isn't it but i think they announced that that's getting an hd remake on, on um, ps5 for yeah yep. exactly so i never played it either that funny enough this is just the tangent episode i randomly know a lot about that game it started as a yoshi game and it um it Nintendo eventually was like, nah, thanks, you guys. We, we don't like what you came up with. And uh, they developed it into its own, like, its own IP. But that was almost a Yoshi game. Wow. Yeah, that, that, that's that, that's really interesting. And, like, and like you can see that. But I just think it's a very interesting, like, well, first off, it's, a, it's like a Zelda title, like Croc Legend of the Gobos oh, yeah. or Gobos. <laughs> and, and, I, and, and I just think, that it's it's a very like not the stereotype but a very like australian sounding title like it sounds like a game that you would play you know in in, in australia that's all that's all in yeah, down under that, 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 yeah that's it yeah it, it, it's a game <laughs> about a crocodile i don't know i think to be honest in the 90s around that time when zelda first came out I think Nintendo still had a very strong stronghold down in Australia at that time. Um, I mean, obviously the PlayStation came out and took the world by storm, you know, with the disc and all that stuff, right? But when Zelda dropped, I remember going to school and I think for ages, ages, before even like talking about PlayStation stuff, but they still, everyone talked about Zelda. Like just like, oh, you know, this, did you see this? Did you do this? Back then, obviously the game's more linear. You know, everyone's going to pretty much have the same you know, do the same thing in a sense, except for like any of the fetch quests and stuff Nintendo never told you about, right? But like still to this day, Nintendo or even Zelda itself, like you look at all the games afterwards, people still like, you know, Breath of the Wild, even, you know, Tears of the Kingdom, people still talk about over like PlayStation might have like the greatest game of all time, yet when it comes to Zelda, people will still talk about it. And to me... Nintendo and Zelda and like even in our country, my country here, it's such a strong, has such a strong pull, you know, um, even, even now it still has a strong pull. So yeah, I'm really happy that Nintendo does well down here in Australia. Plus back then it was very hard for us to get Nintendo as well. Like games took ages to get to Australia, like America will get it, Europe will get it. And then Australia had to wait a little bit longer for things um that at in those days so the anticipation was you know when people already playing it over over the world and we still have to wait is um was one of the hardest things i had to live with well now everyone wants to be on the australian e-shop like 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 every every (laughs) year people make that joke like oh i i picked up the the new nba 2k i made my trip over to australia ha 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 you know like i made my trip over to new zealand or like because yeah. they're they're always the first ones, and then like like where I am, I'm I'm just a few hours behind you. So like, I have a yeah. I have a few memories of like picking up games like a few hours before some other people and having that feeling. 
So yeah. You'll never know my feelings <laughs> having to wait in the nineties for games, months and months for cartridges to come to Australia. <laughs> All right. And now the news. So super Mario RPG remake, we're getting some more details on this game as it gets closer to its release. And I really liked this news story that was making the rounds. So the official site revealed that there's going to be an option in the game to toggle between the remake music and the original Super Nintendo music for each area. And I really wish the Link's Awakening remake did this because there were a few areas in the game I preferred the Game Boy music. So Mm. I don't know. Is this something you guys like? I think this should be a feature going forward on all the remakes. This is just Nintendo giving us extra features that we don't necessarily need, but are nice, which, mm-hmm. which they should be doing all the time. Like, like, like you remember a few weeks ago, like when we, when we did F zero and, and we were talking about mm-hmm. like the disc drive version and how it's like, Nintendo could, could just give us that port, but they don't. Oh yeah. Like things, things like that. Or like the new tomb, uh, the, the tomb Ra- raider, uh, remake yeah you can toggle the visuals and and you you can you can toggle the visuals and and of course that's not nintendo ip but just just for example so this this is something that is great but at the same time it's like i feel like sometimes we give nintendo credit for doing things they should already be doing and sorry if that's a little bit too cynical (laughs) yep no like i said i this should have been in the Link's awakening remake because Mm. I think they went a little too far in some of the music on that game, and it, it it's not close as, as close as I'd like to the original music. And I don't know. I remember when I was playing that, doing a lot of looking up the original music on YouTube because I was like, this isn't right. I need to hear the right one. <laughs> um, next up, oh, wait, and, Dragon Quest. Uh, and, I'm sorry. And also they announced uh, GameStop will be doing uh, – uh, a uh, six-piece uh, pin set. If you get, the, if, oh, you do, yeah, if you do the yeah. pre-order, that's right. I didn't write that down. So I just wanted to know. I just, I just wanted to know, Kevin, are you gonna get? Are you gonna be picking up any merchandise for this game? I'm not. As much as I'm gonna love this game, I tweeted this week that I, I think I might end up playing this game just in a continuous loop for months. It's gonna be one of those games, just based on the fact that like. When I saw the music announcement in the video, just watching them toggle in the menu and just hearing like the menu sound effects, I was like, oh, that feels like home. Like I, I, I just need this game. So like um, I'll probably end up playing this game in a continuous loop. But as far as merchandise goes, if they put out an Amiibo, I'll definitely get an Amiibo. But the buttons, they look nice. I just have nothing to put them on. Um, if I had like a mm. backpack that I took to work or something, I'd get them, but, um, n- not for me, but I'm glad they're out there. Yeah. Amiibo should be, Ami- Amiibo, sh- Amiibo yeah. should, should, be, should already happen. I'm like, where are they? Yeah. Yeah. And then next up dragon quest three HD two D remake, which if you don't know what that is, it's like the, um, they did one for final fantasy three as well. It's like they do like a little like Super Mario 3D World version of these older games. Um, so the development, it, it's progressing quite steadily, according to the developers. Uh, like I said before, the current version of Dragon Quest 3 is on my 
like bucket list, not bucket list, um, backlog list. So I've heard it's one of the best in the series. It's like the Final Fantasy VI of Dragon Quest games, apparently. It's on my Switch, the original. Well, not the original, but they. this is like the third version of the game because right. there was the original NES version. Then they touched it up for something that I think was only released in Japan. I think it was on the Wonder Swan or something. And then they made a the the one that you can get right now on the eShop, which is like, it's like the visuals are touched up and and there's some quality of life improvements and stuff like that. And now they're making this HD version. So I don't think I'll be playing this one. I think I'll be playing the one I currently have, but it's, it's nice that it's happening. I'm sure there's people out there who are excited for it. If it's making the news rounds, but yeah, the creator says, don't worry guys, it's coming basically. Yeah. It's like, like they announced it back in 2021. So it's been over two years and it's like, it's, it's progressing, but that's like, that's it. Like, like, like that's pretty much all that. It's like at this point, which is coming first, this or 12. Well, well and, and, and that, that was something. the other thing. It's like, and they had, and they had nothing that, and uh, the interview, the person they interviewed had nothing to say on Dragon Quest 12. And also they just, they just released a demo this week of Dragon Quest Monsters, the Dark Prince, which I really want to play because I've wanted an excuse to get into uh, this series. I've never played. I've never played any any of these games um, or game. I don't even know. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so much Dragon Quest. Like they're doing so much with the series right now. And then next up, the news story that's on everybody's Whew. Twitter account right now. Um, this, I think it's almost a non-story but phil there was some oh, no. microsoft leaks this week oh yeah uh, this is not a non-story I'm, I'm sorry i'm cutting you off but keep going okay phil spencer uh said in these leaks he's been actively trying to acquire nintendo says it would be a career moment this reminded me of i believe it was in the wii u era but it could have been older than that I, I should have looked that up for this podcast there was another time that microsoft tried to acquire nintendo and the story is basically nintendo took the meeting and basically laughed them out of the room saying we're not for sale so yeah nintendo's not for sale they're not going to get it especially at a time when they have the most successful system they've ever had and and it's funny because this news report apparently phil spencer was saying that Nintendo needs to learn that their place is not in the hardware business. And it's like, well, the Switch is still selling a crazy amount, and it's a seven-year-old system. They're doing fine in the hardware business. I like I I, I think the future is is Microsoft being by far the number one Western partner for for Nintendo. Even to the point where I can yeah. see Game Pass or something exactly like it coming to a Nintendo system. Like, like mm-hmm. so, so much there, but oh my God. Like, like it, it's, it's never good if on like Twitter, social media, people are saying this is the largest leak in your company's history. Because that just means that you work for a company that leaks a lot of things and this leak <laughs> is That's funny. this leak is crazy like i i didn't think this 
this FTC case was going to get any crazier. But they, Microsoft themselves, on accident, uploaded these documents, and then, and and then had them take them down, even though they were they they were leaked already. And I mean, like, like okay, like yes, there was the Nintendo email, but I mean. Talking about one or two new systems, one or two uh, diskless systems in 2024, a hybrid console in 2028, um, um, a new game and two remakes of a game, one of which is an exclusive to Xbox, um, new, new equipment, new controllers. I mean, there, there was so much in this leak that I was just amazed by it. And it all and it's funny because a lot of that stuff to me is more interesting than the Nintendo thing. And that's all anyone seems to want to talk about is, oh, they, they want to buy Nintendo. And it's like, well, it's never going to happen. So stop yeah, talking it, about it. Like, I think, do you think that maybe, yes, because the email is from what, 2020, yeah, if I remember correctly, right? But remember, you got to remember, yeah, in 2021, Nintendo and Xbox joined forces for that, you know, survive together campaign for a bit yeah yep. and then since then nintendo and microsoft have been very good with each other so i mean you can look at it from yes it was probably overthinking and like you know we got all this you know money and stuff like this and stuff like that you know i like playing i like xbox as well you know i mean i'm an xbox player as well but like i feel maybe you know he was being <laughs> maybe a little bit too much on the like you can buy nintendo i, I don't think that's going to happen but i think from those emails came the partnership that they have now they're sh- the hell they've been very good with each other for the last like since then since yeah. 2021 don't you think they their partnership's been very good especially more much better than sony and nintendo or sony and microsoft oh yeah actually just nintendo and xbox have been very good and they've been you know sharing like you know ip or this or you know helping out and stuff like this so well, they had announced um, a few months ago yeah. about how the, going forward uh they're going to be working together on like simultaneously releasing Call of Duty games. I don't right. know if you remember that yeah. news story. Yeah, but there's one thing about that new controller. I don't really like the two-tone of the new controller, but one of the features, if you looked at it, is that if you pick it up, it automatically mm-hmm. wakes up. You know, like, get, like I like some of the features in the new controller. I mean, but the thing is, granted, these controllers might, and the Xbox could be in development. I know this is a Nintendo show, but I'm just saying on that leak that, after this leak, there's a likely chance there could be slight changes to it. You know, just, I mean, it might be too far down the line to change, make changes. You know what I mean? Down the pipeline manufacturing. Um, but, you know, after, I mean, I would, I'll be very upset if I was Phil Spencer about this leak happening. And they did it themselves, which makes it even more worse. That And that's, and that's the worst thing about it is that they did it to themselves. You know, it'd be bad enough if someone inside or someone leaked it. But the fact of the matter, an official employee leaked like put it on the wrong side instead of the private, put it on the public side. Like that guy's fired, mate. <laughs> Whoever that was, guy or girl, yeah, they're it, gone, mate. Well, Sony <laughs> had a lot of leaks as well. You remember that Sony had those big email leaks that were uh, really detrimental to the Spider-Man mm-hmm. franchise where they basically admitted in those emails, we don't know what we're doing with Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> and that was well, right before uh, Marvel. Took I, I, so so, so I, I have to, I have to bring up one, one email because I it, it, I've read one of these emails at least ten times in this pa- in the past twenty four hours, 
And and, and I have to share it with the listeners and you guys because so um, Phil Spencer was was um, sharing emails with this this man. I believe it's John Emil Eilian. He is a inventor, makes patents for for Microsoft, and it was in regards to studio closures and how uh, systems like like Xbox Game Pass don't necessarily support these studios when they close down. And Phil Phil Spencer brings up that it's not necessarily about the profits of games; it's more about either the 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 lack of leadership or leadership leaving or team or studios losing their passion in a project um but um in in the email that this man john emile sent out uh where he states his concern with all of this i need to read this short paragraph um this is not armchair quarterbacking i swear I'm just super worried about the moat you've built, that the winds will change and we will have a bloodbath a few years down the road, especially given our peer cloud companies underestimating of the game creation process. And, but by the grace of God, go we. And like, like I, I just, I couldn't imagine working with someone that has, emailing tendencies like this, I would just be emailing them back saying like, just make your point, man. Like just, (laughs) yeah, just like me, just, just mean what you say. Like you don't need to use all this figure of language. Say you're not getting paid by the word for this. Like, like, because I, I'm, I don't know. Like this is a big pet peeve of mine. I, I, I just, I'm, I don't know, but I would be telling him like, just, Hey man, say like what we're doing now is something I'm concerned about for the future because of this reason. And, and I think it's setting a bad precedent, but instead, and, and then Phil responds back and it's very like, it's very transparent. It's very like, here's one example and here's a company, and here's another example, and here's another company. Um, but I just had to share, because I've been, I've read this email 10 times. I don't necessarily understand a lot of it, but I get the main point. But I, I, just, I just couldn't imagine working with someone, someone like that. Um, this is a, a huge leak for Xbox. I mean, they're, they're talking about a hybrid console in 2028. Um, I mean, going pretty much all digital or all cloud-based. Um, and this is going to set up, I think, the the YouTube conspiracy theorists for for weeks, months now. Because Well, they had a lot of bad ideas back when, I think it was the Xbox One. There was like oh, yeah. the, the, first, oh, yeah, the first press conference where they said things like this won't be able you won't be able to play used yeah. games on the system and things like that. So they've got a history of some, and then so, some having and to then walk Sony, things back. Yeah, and then Sony um in their press con- press press conference said this is how we share games. He just hands the game yeah. to the other person. 
like the greatest, the greatest, like, <laughs> what are you comeback. talking about? Yeah. Mic, mic drop, mic drop, like Xbox. Oh, well, Sony also had a, Xbox. had a similar mic drop moment. If we're talking about video game announcement history, do you remember the one where the, um, oh, what system was it? Was it the Sega Saturn? I think it was the Sega Saturn, which was ridiculously priced at the time. And then Sony mm. for their presentation just came out and said, it's one ninety nine ninety nine, like they that they like they were like our system's basically a third the price of yours, and that was their whole I think, speech. Did, didn't they, no, that's it? I remember that. Yeah, the guy walked out. He just said one ninety nine, and then walked off the stage. Yep. That was it. Um. Oh yeah, that Sony's yeah. The thing with Sony is that they like to go last on purpose, so they can react faster to if any news they can like any news that like they've always gone last compared to xbox xbox always goes first and the ten so so i got that wrong nintendo goes last because with the directs but usually xbox first and then sony in the evening so sony has a chance to make any response if xbox do something sony tends to quickly if they need to change something or something like that to match or do better they have a tendency to do that. that's why you find that there's always a lot of mic drops for gaming stuff with Sony than there is with Xbox or Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo you know, even almost Nintendo- doesn't acknowledge the other two exist. They, 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 it's almost like they don't want to think they do the same thing. You know, it's like, well, well they just, we make video yeah. games, they make entertainment mm-hmm. systems or, or however you want to phrase that. Like they're Nintendo. I feel like they have this attitude that they're not even in the same game as those two. Well, isn't that a sign of that? You can almost say it's a sign of arrogance as mm-hmm. well from Nintendo. Like back in the day, they competed. Remember, you remember uh, Re- Reggie used to come in. As, you know, he used to come in as like, you know, I, my name's Reggie. I take names. Yeah. Yeah. Like back then, they were really, really like that. But I think now, but I think in some cases, I feel like Nintendo's kind of earned it that arrogance a little bit. I'm not saying they they need to do it, but I don't mind them having a little bit of arrogance because technically, they're just like, wait, we're in our own lane. Because no matter what we do, we will still get the people coming to us. Nostalgia drives us young people drive us like our like the how they market to their people you know no matter what you look at that they can they can they have the most underpowered system compared to the other two yet they're still doing for what eight like seven years eight years seven years they've had one console except for the oled refresh essentially they've had the same console since 2017 and it's gangbusters you know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. Did did you guys see yeah. the 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 leak slide? It's called uh, the the voice of the player, and it, it's it's an Xbox slide. There's there's four photos on it, and it's like reviews of like the new hardware. But if you read them, they're like they look all like AI generated. So so there's there's one. There's one in, like in, in the second photo. It shows a a woman playing on some handheld console. She's smiling really big, and then in quotations it says, "Xbox has made buying my games digitally as easy and as affordable as discs. Plus, I can play those games on multiple multiple devices I already own. I don't miss my disc drive at all," which is just very um. <laughs> It's, it's just, it's it, it's the d- direction that we're heading in. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that's a that's a topic for another that's podcast, a, which we, we should have one day is digital versus physical. But um, but yeah, I'm all digital yeah. these days. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just gonna tell you now. Yeah, me too. I, it's been a long time, long yeah. time since I've done physical. I, I'm all digital, and yes, this this is a bigger conversation, and this is also where I get into like. Again, like I think this is where a lot of the news is going to come from, is because a lot of people are talking about the the, the preservation of some of these games, um, where they might just kind of they just kind of get lost, and it's pretty obvious that like, well, yeah, they they just make a lot more money off selling these digital games as well. So, uh, but the thing is, my argument. My argument with the digital versus physical is that why does digital have to be the same price as physical? You know, when physical, they have to manufacture the CD, the case, the servers, everything like the that. The cost of running yeah. the website well, is, um, and, 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 yeah, and I get the, that. The storefront I, up. Yeah. And I get that as well, but I feel like I'm not saying it should be like much less expensive, like less, much less than a physical. Well, there's, a lot, at least there's a lot to talk about. That. Be, That's why I'm saying we yeah, should probably yeah. table that well, for another podcast. But, but they, they, they do, they do. In, Cause I could talk they for do, another they hour. Do in, they do incentivize yeah. digital sales. And the questions that you're bringing up is the exact reason why they're going in this direction. Exactly. All right. So the last news story I have for this week before we get into our spotlight game wouldn't be another week if we didn't have some switch Two news if you can call this news mm. <laughs> Activision had a meeting with Nintendo president in December and they are claiming the switch Two is similar in power to Xbox one and PS4 so not a big surprise there that's actually aside from those random stories of it looking like a playstation 5 last week which we knew weren't going to be true uh it seems to be what everyone expected be nintendo to be one generation behind if they're going to keep the handheld technology going um you know you got to be a generation behind if you want to shrink down what you're doing to walk around with it you know so, you know, the, the, the PlayStation 5 isn't that big because they want it to be. <laughs> it's that big because right now with current technology, it has to be. So, um, yeah, yeah. I honestly don't think you need much more with the type of games Nintendo makes than a PlayStation 4 power power wise. So I don't, yeah, don't, don't, don't kid yourself, people. If, if, if PlayStation wasn't making really like strange decisions with their like their wii u consoles um if if playstation was made a a portable ps4 it it would it would sell ridiculously i mean i'm i mean i I would i would buy one i'd buy a playstation 3 Uh, so so (laughs) so yeah and, and and then like this this new switch is supposed to have lcd which just means like oled will come sometime down the road and Exactly. We haven't even addressed that on the podcast is is the rumors saying, oh, it's a downgrade because it's going to have an LCD screen. And I'm like, that's just so two years in, they can sell you a new one that has the OLED screen. They know what they're doing. I I love my Switch OLED, but like my my Steam Deck LCD is like, I don't know, like I, I, I never really think about it too much. 
Like I, I, I think I, I, I've never played handheld. I've played handheld a handful of well, times. Yeah. <laughs> so well, well, OLED's great if you're like me and you only play handheld. But I, I think, I think, I think for yes. me it was more about like the bezels and like just the fact that it was more of like a stretched display and there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of new concept art with this um the switch to um i've seen ones that look like a psp go where like you you slide it up <laughs> like i've seen a, i've seen lots of different concepts of this uh, of, of this new one oh uh speaking of activision the on the day of this recording is the 23rd anniversary of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, which I, oh, which yeah, I think I saw is that. pretty, which I think is pretty cool. One of my favorite games from, well, throw on some Superman yeah. or whatever track you listen to from that game. Yeah, exactly. So, any thoughts, Harrison, on the next Switch or <laughs> n- n- nothing? We'll have. I mean, not Harrison. Oh, right. uh, Momo, sorry. <laughs> yeah, because Momo was quiet. Yeah, yeah, I was listening. I was listening. Oh. Um, rumors are rumors at the moment. It's, you know, I mean, a lot of things have been leaking. And then during the FTC, remember they during the Microsoft trial. That's actually when we first got the uh, technically unofficial official leak that Nintendo Two was in development, which everyone knew already. But we got actually got an actual, you know, bit of information about it. Um, oh, it's hard. It's hard to say that I've been thinking about it. I've been. I've just been thinking about if I want a like a i think i kind of want it like a hybrid in the sense that still like the switch where you can plug it into the dock and play it on the screen and all take it with you but at the same time i kind of want like the old school home console with a bit of power to it you know just give it a bit of oomph but it's hard it's hard to, for me to make a decision because either either i'm happy with but i just it's hard to i don't know but you know what knowing nintendo they're going to do something that's going to throw something in there that's going to be like they always do with a gimmick or something that's going to just throw throw a spanner in the works you know they they don't always think like literally when what like people are looking for in consoles well, speaking they of have to have some sort doing of doing something yeah. i feel like they need to announce something soon since all these leaks keep coming out like something big's going to get leaked before they want to and it, it's didn't they say they had something in september like announcement in September. Well, to do with hardware. Twenty days ago. into September, and uh, you know, as the, at least as of the time we're recording this, nothing. And I'm starting to feel that way. I'm like, well, are you guys really going to wait until like, you know, midway through next year or the next direct, which wouldn't be until like December? Um, it's it's really weird that they're with so many leaks that we basically know what to expect at this point they're running out of things they're going to be able to announce for us other than what the system looks like and what which rumors were actually true isn't this week or next week the tokyo game show yes happening yep. could be there yeah i mean is nintendo yeah, well i'm not saying they will but who knows maybe nintendo might drop something at the tokyo game show it's in their home court in japan well uh, so apparent, apparently apparently pax east was was the plan like 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 that like there was a lot of speculation like it, they did show it they did show it to a select group of media and and people and developers but like there's a lot of speculation that pax east was going to be where they 
I think they at least announced like the uh, the the project title, the name or yeah, something, yeah, yeah. like the project name of it. So it yeah, it could be soon, and, and it could be something that Nintendo sixty five, and it could be something that is not necessarily a Nintendo event. So yeah, I I think I think sooner than later, but I I it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be it's going to be really exciting. Like, like when it, whenever it does happen, it's going to, it's, it's, I don't, I don't know if it'll break the internet, but it's, it's going to be, it's going to it be, will. it's going to be such a yeah. huge anticipation when, when, when it finally does happen. Well, Nintendo need to read the room and <laughs> with all these leaks and stuff like that, they just need to like, like you said, they need to do something. I know they like to, like I said before, they like to run in their own lane and there's that sense of arrogance they have about them. And this is one of those things where I said, so having that sort of arrogance or whatever is not good for them, you know, in like this, this is the type of thing they need to get in front of it. You know, mm-hmm. even if they, I'm not saying do a presentation, but at least acknowledge and then say, Hey, we have news coming about it in December or January or whatever. They put out the code name NX or whatever it was. And yeah. we're like, everyone was like, what is this going to be? And we had like a solid couple of months of just wondering what the project was, you know, but that, but at least that was good because that, that in, that gave us healthy, mm-hmm. like they got in front of it and then it had healthy debate or healthy theories about things. You know what I mean? And that was fine. I, I had no issue with that. This is different. Like we know the switch show they, they can, give the codename switch to, or even the name of the console itself, like just drop the name or whatever, and then give us and say, we'll talk about it in January, you know, yeah. and then give us between now and then just to speculate and at least give healthy theories, healthy, just generate information. I mean, they generate information automatically anyway, but I mean, like they can really up their traffic in information. People really jumping on board, giving their two cents and really get into the gaming world and um, get a lot of information, especially during Christmas and stuff like that. Having, you know, after they drop all their games and stuff like that, they have like, oh, hey, one more thing. Just let you know, in January, we'll be dropping information on our new console. Bang. Have a good have a good Christmas, yeah. guys. N- N- Nintendo, you got to be careful. I mean, I mean, all these leaks going around, you, you never know. You never know when you're going to be in court and and you and then you upload the wrong documents you know you you just never you just never know when something like that's going to happen i mean i mean i mean i can't tell you how many i don't know in our spotlight game this week we played WarioWare inc mega micro games a very bad title especially when you throw in the colon and the comma and the period that are all in there when the exclamation point uh, good God! Oh, and a dollar sign, man! They they were just they're, doing everything with the title. Very, very of this true, game. but it, it might not, it might not even be on my my list of like top ten bad Nintendo titles. Like, uh, <laughs> it it is it is a bit it is a bit uh like Mega Micro is pretty funny though. I'm sorry, you you keep going. Well, you know, it fits with the theme of Wario being a lunatic, so he's going to have a weird title. Uh, Came out March 21st, 2003 in Japan, May 26th, 2003 on North America. And the game contains 213 micro games split over nine stages. 
This was not a game I played back in the day, so I don't have any nostalgia for it, but I had a lot of fun with it this week. I don't think it's one of the greatest games of all time, like its Wikipedia page says. Um, apparently it's been listed on a few lists of greatest games of all time. Um, but it, I could see how at the time it would have been fun. It's, you know what it reminded me of? I feel like between like 2003 and like 2006, there was there was a huge boom for those like brain games, where like they they claimed that it helped your like problem solving and mental abilities. Even though I don't think there was any actual science behind it, but there was all these like brain teaser games. It was a lot like that. Yeah. So what did you what did you guys think of the game? Well, so uh, WarioWare out outside of like smooth moves and outside of playing a little bit of the, the the newest one i never played any of the the handheld warrior games um and it's just not it like warrior for me it just I, i'd much prefer to play it in a social setting and i would much prefer to play it like like on on the wii like like something where where you're actually doing the movements so um, I will, I, I must say that I think this is a great addition to the Switch Online service. Um, if you were to have one of the games from this, um, from this IP represented on the Switch Online service, and it is quite different than the other games that are provided. I mean, it's almost like, it almost created its own subgenre. In, in these in, in these in these micro games, so and also there are ten WarioWare games. You know that? Yeah. Like, and how many Wario it, Land games? Like including, like in, come on, guys, Wario Land. Including WarioWare DIY, there have been, on average, one Wario game released every two years. On 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 average, like sometimes they're released on back to back years, like like. I think is it now? Wait, now? No. Um, but anyways, like I look at that and hey, like if there is like an audience for a game like this, where you can make ten of these games and people are still buying them, which I can't understand. But okay, but but you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock other people's fun. Um, I think games like I think there's I think IPs like Yoshi. I think. Those are games that should be be releasing like every year, every other year. Like, despite like not really liking games like Yoshi that much, I think there's definitely an audience for it. It's very similar to Mario Party, which also has put out almost a game a year. It's like the same mini game concept. I wonder if that's just easier for them to churn out regularly. Yeah. Because I imagine they they must reuse a lot of the same mini games, just like the Mario Party series does. I, I mean, I, w I would imagine, but I w but again, I would not know. Like I I had a good time playing it this week, but I like that there was a Virtual Boy yes. reference in one of the games. That yes, was cool. That, that's cool. There's there's tons of re I like any time Nintendo doesn't try to make us forget. Yeah, there's tons of retro references in this so i mean i think it's a cool game like like the 
like the soundtrack is, is cool the cutscenes are great um jimmy t has always been one of my favorites um i always thought, i always thought that he was that he was super cool um it just it's just not really um a style of game that i would i would go back to i just think that it's a good i, I just think that it's a good contrast a good addition uh, Momo, did you play this game or have you played this game? Um, I got a bit of a confession to make. I've never played a WarioWare okay. game before. I mean, I, I've only I've only played two. Go, go ahead. Um, yeah, yeah, I've I think I've played a Warrior Land. Like I've played that, but a WarioWare game, like the mini game ones, I don't think I've ever played. Um, this game I haven't. I I've seen it, but I don't think I've ever played it. Um, I have no memory of it. Um, it's just. Oh, I, I don't know. It just I've never really gone into. I've never really been fond of the character Wario. Like when I was younger, I never really, you know, didn't really care much for him. I mean, these days, you know, like I don't like. Not got nothing against him, but I just I've never found him as a character that I've always, you know, like if I played like Mario Kart or Mario Party or something, like I never really wanted picked him or never <laughs> never been really been on my my list of just like playing like playing him in any form. Um, yeah, it's just yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, I, I played Warrior Land. I think back in the back in the day, but the WarriorWare stuff, yeah, I've never never touched it. Um, I was just looking up before what you, the game you're looking at, and I was looking at yeah. Don't really remember. I don't. To be honest, I don't think I've, it, I've ever played it. So, um, it's one of those. Yeah, it's one of those things I've never really. I thought I, th- I thought I would have played one game by now. Like since I like I, like Mario Party, I love Mario Party. I love the mini games. But um, yeah, I've never, never, I've never touched one, and um, it just it's never. I don't know if it's because the character Wario never really interests me. No. Don't hate me, people. Uh, I'm not saying he's a bad character. I just, it's not you guys. I'm saying just the people listening don't hate me. Um, but I've just never, never found him interesting enough to play his games or anything to do with him. Well, Sean did send yeah. in his thoughts, even though he's not here tonight. Um, so I can read those. Yeah. He said, it's fun for a while. Makes me miss the NES remix, remix series. Can't believe... That's a good series. Yeah, can't believe it's the Wario main series. A few games feel like a variation on the same jump over this uh, premise. So yeah, you are jumping over right. a lot of things. No, He says, no idea how you win the airbag game, but I nailed it every time. Um love that there's a mini game from mario clash on virtual boy yep that's what i said uh glad i played it but one wario wear is enough for me he said good call on the nes remix series sean who's not here um for those of you who don't know that was a thing that came out on the wii u and the 3ds yes where they basically took classic nes games and like gave you like 30 second sections of the game to like complete an objective it was a lot like this yeah it was, yeah it's very um random and it was very random as it well be like which is really good yeah there would be like excite bike and then you'd get switched over to like ice climber and then pinball and then there'd be like a legend of zelda section and like you were just it was a lot like this but with different games instead of wario the whole time yeah yeah really good comparison um this game was, as you said, very highly acclaimed. Uh, this game was also another Famitsu Platinum winner. This was... Uh, so Ocarina of Time mm-hmm. received the, the perfect score, 40 out of 40. Um, this game 
uh, was 35 out of 40. You have to receive 35 out of 40 for the, uh, the Platinum Award. So uh, very highly, highly acclaimed. Um, I think people found this to be fairly innovative for, for when it came out. That, that's exactly what GameSpot said. GameSpot uh, called it the most innovative, gave it the award for most innovative oh, game okay. that year. Well, well, there we go. I mean, uh, <laughs> so, so you have to consider uh, when it came out, and I guess, uh, yeah, I guess two, I guess two thousand three. I mean, I can't remember if I was playing Advance. I was playing lots of Animal Crossing. I know, but uh, I can't remember. If I remember. About what GBA games I was playing at the time. It was it, it wasn't this. Um, yeah, Advance the Game Boy Advance might end up going down as my least played Nintendo system. Obviously, Virtual Boy aside, because there's only 14 games for it total. Um, because the more we do the sec the segment, I'm like, well, there's like five games on the GBA that I love out of its entire library. So, yeah, yeah, the Game Boy Advance. I don't know if I was playing it much at the time either is basically what I was saying in response to what you were saying. <laughs> like, I don't I know I played uh, the first Advance Wars game. That, that might be the first game I got um, and played Golden Sun. Like I've said, I played yep. the Mario Kart. I played Minish Cap for Zelda and not a whole lot else. Yeah, I'm the same as you. I didn't play. I had one. I didn't play a lot. One of the first games I remember getting was the first Harry Potter mm -hmm. game. Oh, they had those the, the, NES I remember play classics. Yeah. I, I played a few of those back when that was... Mm. That was basically like the virtual console of its time, is you'd get the NES classics yeah. for the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, I just remember playing Harry Potter. I remember playing Mario Kart. I remember, I think... Yeah, I remember a few other games. Yeah, but it wasn't. What well, I don't. Yeah, I don't have really strong, strong memories of playing a lot of the yeah Game Boy Advance. Unfortunately. Yeah, the DS might be to the GBA, what the Switch was to the Wii U for me, because I played a lot of DS. So. Yeah, I played a lot of 3DS. 3DS when 3DS came out, I played a lot of 3DS. So my ranking here, I put. WarioWare. Where did I put WarioWare? I'm looking for it here. I put it at number 14 on my list. So that puts it right below Kirby's Dreamland, the original Game Boy uh, Kirby's Dreamland game, and right above the Sega Genesis Castlevania Bloodlines. Um, not a big fan of that that Castlevania game. I I like a lot. I like. I think. We said it when we did that episode. I, I prefer Super Castlevania. So, yeah, it's in between those two at number 14. Need to get Sean back on here so I can talk to him about Castlevania and Contra and all these other <laughs> games. I'm sure he'll be here next week. He's just had a string of... He fell asleep last week, <laughs> is what he told me. That's why he missed last the 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 what do you call it, the nintendo yeah, direct episode um but um he ranked it in here he put it below super mario advance 2 super mario world and he put it above sega genesis uh golden axe 2 oh interesting 
So number 21 is, on his list. I put it, and if you, and if you can help me, I'm gonna, I'm going to put it at 23 below Golden Axe. So for me, it's going to be 23. Uh, right above it is Golden Axe 2. And right below that is Donkey Kong Jr. So I don't really have much else to say besides that. Besides, like, again, this is not a game that I uh, am ever planning to go back to. But uh, it's worth trying out because it. this is also a game that you can try out for a few minutes. <laughs> like... Like you can, but like, yeah, you, exactly. You could play this for literally two minutes and know if you want to play the yeah, rest or not. Yeah. Or, mm. or, or, or this, this might be a good, it, it is the, like the online system, but this might be a good, like a uh, road trip game or like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't want to, I, I don't want to insult people who, <laughs> who like the series, but like, it seems like a good game to play. If you're like, you're bored and you're like, like whatever you know like you're in a whatever mood but i digress um if you have thoughts on the game send them to us we got an email you know that so it's uh, nintendotherapypod at gmail.com let's find out what we're playing next week i just finished kirby star allies and it randomly selected kirby 64 the crystal okay. shards so another nintendo 64 a rare side scrolling nintendo 64 game we talked about how the system needed more of those it's um it's gonna be interesting to compare the two since i just finished star allies it's fresh in my mind i feel like there's gonna be a lot of similarities we're, we're gonna run out we're gonna run out of n64 games it's, visually <laughs> visually it's very similar as well like the aesthetic mm -hmm. It's very similar. Oh, yeah. And Kirby is constantly recycling that main Kirby theme. Yeah. All right. So that sounds like it's our show for the week. If you would like to send us your backlog, we, we'll read it on here. Let us know what you have to finish to go into the next Nintendo system fresh. Or if you've got some Ocarina of Time thoughts, you want to talk about the music in Mario RPG. What else did we talk about this week? Switch to the, the Microsoft leaks. Got any of that news? Um, let us know. Send us an email at nintendotherapypod at gmail.com. We are also on X at Nintendo Therapy, and we've got our Nintendo Therapy on Reddit. So just contact us there. As always, keep in mind that we are Nintendo fans, not Nintendo experts. So if there's anything we messed up, let us know about that too. And uh, leave a comment below if you're listening on Spotify. Oh, I always forget to say this one. Leave us a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. That helps the show show up when people search Nintendo Podcast. If people are leaving a lot of fresh reviews, it helps the algorithm display our podcast. So leave us a review and people will find us. And if people find us, we'll keep doing the show for years to come. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Harrison and Momo, for being here. And we'll Pleasure. see you all next week. Okay. Have a good one, guys.